Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The final hour with weekly guest Steve Silton, business sports attorney for Colson O'Connor. He joins us in studio. We talk all things sports, business, and we talk about some other things in the world of entertainment. But Steve, always a pleasure to have you in studio uh, tonight. Uh, let's start with something that I know you have some opinions about, and it has to do with the PGA Tour. Okay, big news last week. John Rahm, he says, "I'm signing off with Live Golf," and that was a shocker to a lot of people because he had strong opinions a year ago about being loyal to the PGA. He seems to be a really good guy, um, printable guy, but he stated last week. It was just, it was just too good to pass up. So I had to do what's right. I had to do, I had to do what I felt was right for my family. And so he took the money. There are, I mean, I think that everybody for the most part can be bought with the exception of Tiger Woods because Tiger's rich, rich. And Roy McElroy, I just don't think that there's going to come a day where he's just going to bolt. I think you're 100% right. First off, there's very few topics I don't have an opinion on. So, so this is, But this is when I have a strong opinion, and we've been debating this for a long time. Because mm-hmm. when Live Golf came on, I thought this was, a, frankly, a good competitor to the PGA Tour. Because the PGA Tour is, you know, the last pure – and you and I have talked about pure sports with the NCAA. You know, last pure sports – tour because you don't make any money unless you win. And the reality is it puts so much pressure on the players, even at, at the top, that there was, you know, mental illness and addiction was becoming rampant in the sport. And I think essentially having a base salary for all anyone who gets a PGA Tour card should be guaranteed at least enough money to be able to take care of his family was a good thing. Yep. And PGA Tour, of course, came out and, you know, they talked about the Saudi money. And, and listen, you can talk about that all you want, but, but Saudi money is everywhere. Um, you, you probably bought a product today that, that the Saudi uh, Sovereign Wealth Fund invested in. If you went, I went to Caribou Coffee. Caribou Coffee is a, is a, uh, uh, was invested by the— A representative by, for Caribou was in studio today with Jason DeRush, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so listen, it, it's everywhere. And then, of course, about a year later, Pat Moynihan, who is the, essentially the, the CEO of the PGA Tour, capitulated publicly, right, essentially allowing, and nobody knows the exact terms yet, allowing essentially Live Golf to essentially almost acquire the PGA, right? Now, I, 
I don't know what this interim agreement looked like because mm-hmm. no one's said. But listen, I've, I've been practicing law now for 28 years. I've never entered into a term sheet, right, essentially a preliminary agreement that leads to a final agreement that didn't have a standstill agreement in it, right? I mean, you don't want your players sniped while you're trying hard to work out the final agreement. And and this is a huge shot across the bow for the PGA Tour. I mean, Liv was essentially already the acquirer in this deal, and now Liv is essentially saying, "Listen, we're we're almost disrespecting the the existence of the uh, of, mm. of what's left of the tour." And mm. uh, and listen, the last one standing is poor Rory, right? And we can go back to this, and and you know, Rory McIlroy led the uh, essentially the fight against Liv Golf, and Pat Moynihan cut the deal without even giving Rory the heads up. Rory learned about it uh, from the media. So, I mean, this is, this is a, a, you know, just, just a, a fiasco that continues to move forward. All right. So, now, how, how much of, of the not knowing who the potential investors are going to be for the PGA Tour? Because it sounds like also last week the PGA Tour narrowed their list of potential investors. Do you think that that played a part in John Rahm just kind of being like, uh, I got questions here, so let me just go ahead and take the money while I can still get the money? Yeah, I mean, l- listen, it's what is it, three hundred million dollars? That is, that is. It, it sounds like they narrowed the group down to Fenway Sports Group, Acorn Growth, and Liberty Strategic Capital for the additional side by side investors. Yep. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the 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 owners of the Boston Red Sox they also own a uh, EPL team i think it was it's what is it man city one of the one of the the top EPL teams i mean those yeah, are, i think i think lebron's even got money in yeah, on that i yep. think you're i think you're right those are those are three really solid investors right obviously they they don't have a problem essentially going in on a joint venture with uh, with with the saudis and i mean i think listen i, I this is just a, an additional kind of uh um you know establishing dominance in a deal that essentially is going to involve a complete capitulation by the PGA Tour, which frankly is somewhat sad, right? I always yep. thought I always thought the Live Tour was essentially going to slot in potentially on the fall, right, where there's a huge gap in the PGA Tour schedule, right, and essentially the PGA Tour would still be able to maintain kind of the governance rights, but there would now be, Live is just trying to do a takeover. Yeah, now it's just it's it's just it's just over. All right, so so I mean, you're always open and honest on this show. Your thoughts on uh, Mr. Monahan? Well, I've, I've told you off the record. I think this is probably the worst executive in the history of pro sports. I mean, this is in just, the history. In the history, give me give me one who was worse, right? Who was given a brand, right, as strong as the PGA yeah, Tour, that's strong, right? But you know, listen, he capitulated essentially in the first year. They, you know, a lot of people were speculating the Saudis were eventually going to essentially give up on this. Right? You can only throw. They, they were making no money. Right, the I, what was the live tour was shown on the what the G basically like yeah, on some yeah, YouTube, yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like like below Twitch, right, essentially what they were on, <laughs> and see, you're impressed. I know what Twitch is, aren't you? I, I am impressed. Yeah, I got a 20 year old son. You I know, I'm about to say Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> it, but yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, give me one who was worse, who was given a brand, right? I mean, I, I'll you know maybe. Like and I think he makes you know Donald Trump was one of the original owners of the USFL right and 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 didn't do a particularly good job in that venture but but the USFL was a startup right he is worse than Donald Trump when it comes to running a running a sports league he also when he cut this deal it's very strange he disappeared for a period of weeks right like you know I mean the pressure is clearly clearly 
got to him. And some of the players are starting up their their own leagues uh, anyway. I mean, golf mm-hmm. is definitely in, you know, in kind of this it flux, right? I mean, I think it's in many respects it's stronger than ever. I mean, the identification with with these golfers is very strong. And, and uh, you know, obviously Tiger's not no longer playing on the tour. It's possible I saw him. I was at the Masters and saw him play that last hole, which was, I think, 12 at uh, Augusta. And he was he was, uh, he was was lumbery. Um, and I thought, maybe this is the last time I'm going to see him go, right? Like mm-hmm. kind of seeing Jordan on the last game. It was, it, was, it was both sad and, you know, he's the GOAT. There's just no question. Um, he does have a son. Yeah, he does. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie's I know. Pretty I know. Good. We're going to see him play this weekend. I mean, without a doubt, right? They're, aren't they playing this weekend in the in the couples Annika Sorstrand? I have fun with it. You should. If you haven't seen Charlie play golf, no, no, I've seen him play golf. Holy, because they did the father son thing, but I, I didn't I didn't know that there was something coming up this weekend. Yeah, and and the the incredible thing is, you know, the Tiger quirks, right? Yep. Like, you know, he's got the the. They're so similar. It's so scary. It's just it's amazing, and their relationship seems great. I mean, golf is is a game of relationships, right? I mean, I I don't really remember my golf rounds as much as I remember playing golf with. People. Are they that bad? Um, they're not great. <laughs> They're not. They're not great. Um, but uh, but I do remember playing with some amazing people. So uh, it's 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 great watching them play. Gotcha. All right. Uh, we're talking to Stephen Silton, uh, business sports attorney with uh, Colson O'Connor here on the Lake Show on News Talk eight three zero WC. So that 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 is pretty. I, I, look, I'm not going to say that Monahan is is who's worse. Give me. I, I don't know right off the top of my head. That, that's but that's that's aggressive. Does you anyone ever? Yeah, ever. Can anybody online, right, you know, essentially uh, show me a, be- a worse head of the league? Text line. Text line if you have one, 651-461-9226. He's, I mean, he's, if, if you're talking about an individual team, I'd put Dan Schneider up there, right? But Dan Schneider was just one, one franchise owner, right? The NFL survived that. No, no, no. Yeah, we're talking a straight commissioner. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. Adam Silver, I think, knocked it out the park. I think that the in-season tournament did everything it was supposed to do. It created excitement for the fans. It created buzz. It created competitive basketball. Your thoughts on how this thing played out? I, well, I, I went to one of the games. I saw him play, in fact, two of the games. I saw him play Sacramento when they lost to essentially get themselves out of the, the knockout round. And mm-hmm. it was super fun. The court looked great. And, uh, you know, the players clearly got up to it early. I mean, I think it's, you know, there's a lot of improvements they have to they, they have to do. I think it not many people understood it, uh, including myself. I didn't quite understand why the They got to tweak it. The, the Timberwolves didn't make it. Yeah, they, they got to tweak that. You can't have the best team in the league not in the play. I mean, in, in the in season. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's really, really, really cool. And uh, it makes – Early games, legitimate. They're they're not slacking. You know what? I always hate this load management. And you and I have gone back and forth on LeBron. We're not talking LeBron tonight, but but you know I hate load management, right? Mm-hmm. And and listen, LeBron's played more games early, I believe, because he wanted to win that. And I think that's good. I think it shows LeBron, you know, competitiveness, and I think it's good for the fans, right? Everyone got to see him in essentially all the early games. Wait, don't we agree on LeBron? No, I don't. I'm, I I I. Listen, I'm, we're not getting into this. I, first off, what? I think because I think What's the, the I think one of the worst arguments in in sports is LeBron Michael. I've never said LeBron Jordan. Uh, yeah, LeBron but, 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 but LeBron's Jordan. put that up there, and I think that is that, uh, I mean, that diminishes. Of course, he's going to. No, you shouldn't, because I mean, pe- you can't, people, because he pales in comparison. People, it's not even close. People put Kobe up there with Michael. Well, I put Kobe with LeBron. 
Kobe's got five rings. LeBron has four. George's the Kobe, goat. I mean, but he's he is the goat, the undisputed goat. Very in 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 all the sports, uh, maybe because you can even with Tiger, you could argue Jack. Jack Nicholas was a one one I think more majors and than Tiger and and had his own type of competitiveness, wasn't the athlete of Tiger. You could legitimately have that argument. You can't have the argument between LeBron and, and Jordan. Look, if jo- give Jordan three months to, to get ready, he he could still no, get up. Stop, 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 get out of here. <laughs> now you're taking it too far. No, I am. That that is hyperbole, which I'm prone to. But I, I just I don't like I don't not like the, the Just LeBron. say you're a LeBron hater. Just say that. I'm LeBron here. Not I'm, as a player, as a as a person, right? And and as he's used his platform, his, yeah. his platform, he's he might be the goat there, right? He might be no the, the goat's Muhammad Ali. Well, in basketball. Oh, in, in, uh, ba- uh, in uh, Bill Russell, Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem, maybe. Kareem. Yeah, Kareem. Kareem's yeah, Kareem was before his time. Yeah, very true. He's before his time. All right, hey, let's take a brief pause, break. Come back. I do got something I want to pose to you about the National Football League. We got Steve Silton, business sports attorney from Coles O'Connor in studio here on the Lake Show. All right, another segment with Steve Silton, business sports attorney for Coles and O'Connor here on the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Something I wanted to bring up to you, Steve, is because I actually had on the show last night, I had Dean Blandino, Fox Sports uh, rules analyst for the NFL and also the NCAA. And me and him had a great time talking for about 15, almost damn near 20 minutes. Um, part of it was the whole Kansas City stuff, just Patrick Mahomes being upset, Amy Reed being super upset in a way that he's never been before. And I've been around both because I lived in, in Kansas City and was 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 working there. But the the conversation about officiating in the National Football League, every fan is complaining. Everybody is talking about it on the games. Where do you stand on officiating in the National Football League? Well, I, th- I think it's interesting, right? Dean Blandino and what is it, Mike Pereira on the mm-hmm. other networks yep. have become these essentially famous for for just that, for essentially rules interpretation. It's it's like what happened to the draft twenty years ago when the draft was simply an event that you know you you saw the next. Yeah, Mel Kiper and yeah, now yeah, Mel Kiper and and all. And this. now we got Tom and Shay. Right, you got these incredible. Now they're a three day event. They're they're making millions upon millions well, of McShay dollars. Oh, is not right? with the ESPN anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah. So it's I, I think it's fascinating. I think the controversy, obviously, the Kansas City. I mean, he was off sides. I mean, this is. I mean, I, I don't know what. What did you think about that? I mean, he was, he was absolutely off sides. It so, was the, that was the right thing. Yeah, that they that they call, you can't. With all due respect to to fans, you cannot say we're going to call it here at the end of the game, and we're not going to call it in the in the first quarter, or whatever. Like you got to be pretty consistent, and you can't just just say okay, we're we're going to overlook this right now. And by the way, they threw the flag. No one knew that it was the play was going to end up the way it ended up with Travis Kelsey throwing the ball back to amazing to, play. I know, amazing no one knows play. that. So come on, you got to call that. Yeah, I mean, listen, Travis is going to get you know love from 
from Taylor Swift for that play regardless. So he's 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 a winner. But it, I, what I'll tell you what amazes me is that, you know, in the age of instant replay and essentially these multiple camera angles that essentially catch every single angle, it's amazing how rarely mm-hmm. these referees are off in these unbelievable bang-bang plays, right? They, you know, they get overturned, I don't know what percentage, but not nearly as much as you'd think because you would think the naked eye, frankly, couldn't perceive – Right, so I mean, I think these NFL refs do a pretty good job. And now, listen, I, 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 if the Vikings get have a bad call on Saturday against the Bengals, I'm going to be railing against against those refs, and 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 that's a part of the fan experience. All right, right? So, so where do you fall in the argument about the NFL because they make so much money? These individuals should be full time officials. Yeah, again, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I do think it's kind of fun. Listen, I'm a practicing attorney. I think there's a handful of practicing attorneys that are also NFL referees. Obviously, Ed Hockley has been a longtime attorney. I think it's kind of cool. Hey, it gives me hope, right? Who knows? I could, I could, uh, I could start refereeing high school games and eventually wind up in in the NFL. I think it's kind of cool. They all have their own stories in a way. I think they do a particularly good job of not becoming a story certainly because they also have other lives and 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 listen i think it's i think it's it's great right technology is going to continue to to be a factor and kind of take over you look at what's happening in major league baseball i don't necessarily think that is a bad thing um the role of the refs is going to diminish in a way because you know there's there's going to be more and more that technology does but i, I you know i I think that's one area. I mean, certainly they could pay more and have these full-time refs, but I think they do a really, really, really good job as it is. All right, so so I'm 100% in agreement with you that if it, if it's not broke, you know, you don't need to fix anything because it's not. If, if I'm the NFL and I got all these fans that are screaming, Man, fix it, fix it, make sure these guys are full-time, I look at fans and say, screw you. You know why? Because you're watching our product. You're not leaving our product. You're going to watch it. You can complain about officials this year, next year, and the year beyond. We're not changing. And by the way, when Dean Blandino joined us last night, and I brought this up to him, and I agree with him 100%, he said, this is different than Major League Baseball in the NBA, where where people are uh, officiating every single night for the most part. In the NFL, it's once a week. So, right. so, so. Yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah, for twenty weeks, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it would be it would be a much more boring job, frankly, right? And and it, it, it I I don't think it would work any better. I I just can't. I listen. When's the last missed missed call, right? That really impacted uh, a game that was not overturned on replay, right? Uh, last week with the Chiefs in Marquez of. Uh, Valdez Scanling, he was interfered with. It was an obvious interference. They didn't call it. Yeah, but nobody knows what pass interference is. No, no, no. No, we know what that was. That right. that was blatant. Like the world, and that was the reason why Patrick Mahomes blew up the way he did this Sunday, is because it was back to back weeks where he felt like they got screwed. Did they get screwed Sunday against the Bills? No. Did they get screwed the prior weekend and the whole entire world saw it? Yes. So I think it was a culmination of that. And Dean, 100% agree with me on that. Yeah, no. Listen, I, I, that's that's a you know interesting point, but I don't know if professional referees necessarily would have changed that, changed that call. I mean, I think pass interference is tough, right? They're allowed to hand check and they're allowed to. Uh, no, and, this was a grab. Okay, I get this, that. This I get grab. that. I, I, I didn't zone. see that. Yeah. And listen, this is a a strange football season, right? And this is the definition of parity. There is no dominant team that you look like. Uh, 
you know, is going to run away. It looked like Philadelphia. They got manhandled by Dallas, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, uh, you know, Buffalo's, what is seven and six after beating the Chiefs? They could have been out of the playoff race, right? That's a, was supposed to be an early deal. And I think, I think everybody's kind of scrambling for position because I think every team thinks they can win the Super Bowl this year, unlike some years. I got a couple things I want to get to with you. All right. Uh, another one I want to throw at you is, and I, I stated this when it happened. And I hate it for college football. And we've talked many times about college football on this show this year. Specifically, we talked about a bunch of times. We've been talking about it for a decade, actually. Yes. But I I think that Florida State got screwed. They they totally got screwed. They shouldn't have gotten left out of the college football playoff. They were 13-0. They won their um, – they should have been a part of it. But I don't agree with Ron DeSantis – um, talking about I'm going to put up a million dollars. And now the, the story today is the Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody announced that she's launching an investigation into the College Football Playoff Selection Committee over the decision to leave Florida State out of the top four. Stop it. Good politics. Stop good. it. Yeah. It's good I politics. Mean, stop it, though. No, no, there's nothing to see here. They got screwed. You're getting – you get nothing. Yeah, but – but- Part of the problem is, and you and I have talked about this for a while, right, the amount of money in college sports is so great that when you have this kind of arbitrary process, right, it it, it leads to more than just anger because yep. because Florida State is probably losing tens of millions of dollars. Absolutely. Right? right? And it's a real sign- – it's, it's going to reverberate for their program for for a long, 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 long time. And, you know, it's it's interesting, even on a small level, my son goes to St. Olaf, and they just won the men's soccer uh, Division Three championship, right? And my son, who also plays baseball there, was saying the amount of recruits that are already coming to St. little St. Olaf, right, was it was incredible, right? And and it's it, it it has that. And the amount of money, so listen, I listen, I, I Ron DeSantis actually is an interesting candidate. There's there's things he does which I strongly disagree with. There's things I really like. That's phenomenal politics. It's really, really smart. All right. Are you out of time? No. Okay. For you, I am never out of time. Okay, let's let's take a break. I, I got a couple other um just I got some questions for you. One of them super duper serious, because I think that somebody's eventually going to uh land in the clink. We'll take a break. We'll take a look at the uh, local weather with meteorologist Paul Douglas. We'll come back with Stephen Silton here on The Lake Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, extended conversation with Stephen Silton from Colson O'Connor here on The Lake Show. And this is not a sports-related topic, but it is an entertainment-related topic. I want your thoughts on, because I, I think eventually, man, we're, we're probably looking at some jail time. Because we can sit here and we can talk about R. Kelly. We can sit here and talk about Harvey Weinstein. I think that's where we're headed with, with, with uh, Sean Puffy Combs. Pete Diddy. Really? Well, man, this is getting not good. Like, like he, the allegation came out with Cassie. He vehemently denied it. The very next day... His attorney and him settled the next day, settled with her out of court to try to get away from this because they've got this new law in in uh, New York. Have you heard about this new law? No. Where, so they've got this new law in New York where essentially you um you can these claims of sexual assault and rape and stuff like that, like you can go back. And 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 file like it's there's no statute of limitations, realistically anymore with some of these claims. Interesting. I'm wondering if those have been challenged, kind of through the the higher courts, right? If if they've essentially removed that. Obviously, the statute of limitations only starts when the uh, plaintiff reaches the age of majority. So if they were they were assaulted or harassed prior to the age of 18, this, the statute of limitations doesn't start running until they they turn 18. But I, I have not heard that. And, right. and and frankly, listen, I you know, I love <laughs> I love I love P P. Diddy and that whole, you know, and and uh uh um you know that that, that whole era of hip hop and yep. it's 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 amazing. But now we know more. Now we know more. So 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 let me just give you a little bit of background. Um there are women that are suing hip hop mogul Sean Diddy Combs over sexual assault allegations dating back to the early 90s. Previously, those lawsuits could have been filed because of the statute of limitations. But most were filed under a, a New York state law that allowed survivors a one-year window to sue for past ab- abuse. So now they've got this window of a year. And so all this stuff is just starting to, to funnel out. Really? So it's essentially just a they, they, yep. they, they hit a, a date and you got one year from that date to file that. Well, Obviously, that will only be on civil civil matter. So the, any criminal liability, right, I'm sure the statute of limitations, particularly from the 90s, has, has since since expired. They, they can't retroactively apply a law that makes a prior conduct, right, illegal. You're talking about in terms of criminal? Yeah, in terms of criminal liability. But Not but, at all? No. 
No, you can't. You could, you, they're called ex post facto laws, right? So, you know, if, if you know, it, it would be interesting when you think about it in the terms of a statute of limitation. If there's a criminal lawyer out there, I'd like to know if that's the case. But if you do something a month ago, right, that society says, listen, this is horrific. It, it, sh- it should be a crime. Mm-hmm. They can't make that conduct illegal retroactive so that you can be charged with that, right? That you, you, it's, it's essentially you have to – a uh, violation of of substantive due process. You have to know about you know we're all you know kind of charged with knowing what the law is. All right, so so let me let me give you just a, a little bit more information here. It says the the lawsuit, um, one of these lawsuits, because there's one that the allegation is a gang rape. Uh, it says the lawsuit was filed under New York City's Victims of Gender Motivated Violence Protection Law, which was extended to allow uh, accusers to sue. Over alleged offenses from long ago, even if statutes of limitations have expired. So I, I just so so maybe you're right that 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 in terms of like the, the criminality of it, but man, I, I think he's about to start settling. I, I and he's lost, they said within the last, I want to say seventy two hours, seventeen um previous sponsors that were looking into some business dealings of his. They've said no. We're we're not dealing with this guy anymore. Yeah, I mean, listen. It, even the allegation obviously can have substantial impact on your business viability. And he's long ago kind of moved from being a entertainer, frankly, to being a business businessman, yep. right? And he did it successfully. He kind of, in some respects, was kind of the model of that. Like, and and it it just shows. Listen, this is this is a uh, um, you know. It, 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 we're living in a world where everybody is being held accountable. I think that is a positive thing. And I think people know nowadays, right, that they, they regardless of what station they're in, right, that they can't get away with it, right? Yeah. I think we're moving beyond, you know, the, um, you know what, what, we, what we saw 10 years ago. Even, before, before you came on the show tonight, we had Al Bernstein, Showtime Boxing, um, analyst, legendary figure when we talk about boxing. He's he's phenomenal. Um, there is somebody that's going to be fighting on this card that you had an interaction with, and that's former world champion Andre Berto. Yes, great guy. I actually went on a kind of a mission trip with, with among other people, Tony Sané to Haiti. Andre Berto was part, part Haitian. It was incredible. We went to an area of Haiti where they had his – Picture. Someone had painted his picture, and he sat down next to it. He was a kind of very, very famous in Haiti. It, it, my one professional fight was seeing Andre Berto against Floyd Mayweather in Las Vegas. And how crazy is that? Yeah, that's to, your one fight ever, ever. And to show you how much I know about. Oh my gosh! And you get one of the. I mean, you get a Vegas fight. A Vegas fight against Floyd Money Mayweather. This shows how much I know about boxing, right? Like you know, Andre Berto is a, a tough. Kind of, uh, he, he kept charging Mayweather, right? And and I think his odds were eighty to one. I put I don't know a hundred bucks on it. So I'm watching this fight, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be one of the biggest upsets ever, right? I'm <laughs> counting the money. I'm texting my wife. You know, we we always split fifty fifty my gambling winnings. He lost. Really, I didn't know that. Yes, okay. on the golf course. Yes. Um, and uh, and he lost the fight fifteen to nothing. I was sitting next <laughs> to some guy, and I'm all excited. This guy was giggling the whole time. <laughs> He knew what the story was, you know. May, you know Mayweather was one of the cr- most crafty, one of the uniquest, unique fighter, fighters ever, and it was a, it was a great event. But Andre Berto is an absolute class act, a great a great human being, as well as frankly had a, has had an unbelievable career. How about this for some breaking news? Sources: Ted uh, was it Leonis? 
Washington Wizards, Washington Capitals owner. Yep. Plans to move the Wizards and Capitals to Virginia. <laughs> Which I I know that the DMV it's all close. Yes. But so so it, so maybe it's not like super big news, but it's still news. Yeah, it's news. Right? It's like, you know, people move from DC to Virginia or to Maryland every day. It's it's I didn't really understand that, you know, that Tyson's Corner Virginia is essentially the the you know, a suburb of uh of uh, of DC when when our mutual friend Buck Humphrey was working for the Department of Homeland Security, we went mm-hmm. to visit him and and he was living in in Tyson's Corners and and it's I, I it could be a threat, right? Like you know you, you never know. Whenever you hear these kind of you know big moves, you know I always assume he's trying to get. Oh, he the, wants a new arena. Yeah, I'm sure he does. They all do, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know they we want a new arena here, right? And we deserve one. We, yeah, we, we, we need one. I mean, I mean, if, with all due respect, Target Center. Is antiquated. We need a new facility. Uh, the X, they need a new facility. I'm sorry, Minnesotans got to wake up. The bottom, yes, they need a new facility. When you have had a facility, when you're pushing 30 years, it's time. I, I totally agree. And when you look on the ROI for the city of both the Target Center and the X, the, the X, listen, it's it the tax dollars and the revenue that the cities have gotten well exceed the public money that went into all of these. When all these, right. And and the thing that people have to understand about these facilities, and you know this well, it isn't about um, what you see. It's also about what you don't see. It's beyond the amenities. Of, like, people in Minnesota, they still love driving down 35 to go to Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. I've seen every inch of Kauffman Stadium. <laughs> it's time. Like, the cracks in that bad boy, and that's why the new owner, Mr. Sherman, says, no. I'm building the damn stadium downtown. We're getting out of here. We're, 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 get, we're going downtown where we're going to put a new stadium, a facility, and I don't blame them. Well, and think of this. Let's let's bring it close to home. Imagine if there weren't three sports stadiums in downtown Minneapolis with all the problems and the and the the you know the, the issues that we've had over the last five years. If think about the amount of businesses that would be leaving downtown without them. I mean, those have been anchors. Right, and the commitment of those three owners, frankly, has been has been really strong. I mean, they're amenities, right? That is why you live in these cities, right? To 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 have these amenities, and I think you're right. I think it's time for for both of them, and uh, um, the game has changed for both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Basketball, the way people watch basketball has changed, and and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Hey, Steve, Ben, I appreciate the time tonight. Sounds good. It's been fun. It's been fun. Always. Steven Silton, business sports attorney for Coles and Connor. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, final thing that I want to touch on is the news of the afternoon with Gopher basketball. Braden Carrington stepping away from the basketball program. Wow. We get to that next on the Lake Show. Said to heck with it. We only got, what, seven minutes left in the show. So Steven Silton's hanging out with us here to, to finish it off. The truth is I just wouldn't leave. Let's be clear. He's stalking me now. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I asked this question. I said, give me a restaurant I need to go to between now and the rest of the year. What would that be? Well, you know, you know, I'm loyal to my to my guy, David Fema and Maison yes. Margot. I think it's the best. We new, love David. I love yeah, David. Yeah, the best new restaurant. But if you're you, you, we were talking, you look like what's a little like secret, right? And and you actually mentioned rectangle pizza. And I'm actually going to going to mention a sister restaurant, which is in the North Gallery. If you haven't been to the North Gallery, it's very, very, very cool, very, okay. very hip. And uh, it's Ramen Kauai, okay. uh, the best ramen in town. They also have really good chicken-like fingers, like 
Asian chicken fingers are incredible. It's a, it's a really you can you can actually go to the North Gallery if someone wants Italian food. They've got Italian pizza and then they've got uh, they've got great ramen. You can't lose. All right, can I ask you a quick question? Oh, When's boy. the last time you you've done like Manny Steakhouse? When is like 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 because like, you know those have always been like staples and go tos that we would do and stuff like. I, I asked it because. I haven't been to Manny's in a while. I haven't been to Murray's in a while. It's been a long time because Murray's I used to eat at for lunch. I would say my good friend, Jack Fitterman, loves Manny's. So whenever he wants to go somewhere, mm-hmm. we always go to Manny's. And uh, it's, you know, it's great food. It's a lot of food, though. You know, it's just you know, I'm getting old, right? It's, it's a uh, while. I ate at P.S. I'm cooking more, too. I, I am, too. I ate a P.S. steak last week for the first time ever. I was impressed. I, oh, I, I like P.S. steak. It's good. Yeah, it was it was very, very good. So, you know, listen, I occasionally eat those, as you know me personally, right? If All you have to do is see me. I've I've seen the inside of Manny's. But, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I'm trying to eat better. As you get older, you're trying to eat better. Man, you're doing just fine. Okay. All right. Uh, I do want to get to the news of the day with Brayden Carrington. Brayden Carrington. Go for guard, Mr. Basketball a couple years ago here in the state of Minnesota, taking a lead from program. Um, he had posted this on Twitter. There's areas of my life I am looking to improve and must step away from the program and put myself first. I plan on returning to the team when the time is right. For now, please respect my space and allow me to ultimately do what's best for me. Thank you, Gopher fans. That, that's, I didn't see that one coming. Braden Carrington announcing that the day of a game? Because they're playing right now. Yeah. That, no. that's, that's, a, that's a surprise. It, I watched, I actually went. And, and it I, says he's taking an indefinite leave of absence to focus on mental health. Listen, obviously, you and I have talked about mental health in sports, and it's a, it's a real, real thing, right, without a question. I, I Listen, I saw them play Nebraska, what was that, last week, and it was actually an incredibly exciting game. Braden Carrington essentially led an unbelievable uh, um, comeback, and, and he's, a, he's an excellent player. I mean, this team is already really thin, and... And without him, they're going to they're going to continue to struggle and struggle and struggle. It's gonna be a long season in the Big Ten. Thank God we have the Wolves. So they did win tonight. They defeated IUPUI at the barn. It wasn't even close. One hundred one to sixty five. Who is IUPUI? Indiana University, Purdue University. Okay. Yes. I would always. The reason why I know that is because every summer, back in my the years of 1998 through 2004, I would go there every summer to Indianapolis for the Nike All-American camp. Right. And that's where they housed it, right there, downtown um, Indi- Indianapolis. I remember that. You were very involved in Ann 1, too. I remember all of all, I remember all, those days. Man, all the, the shoe stuff that was going on, I wanted to see. I, I was getting first glance at LeBron. First glance at, um, uh, uh, I'm blanking on a, um Tall Yao Ming. When he first got to the States, I was right there when they were sizing him up to get him all of his gear and stuff at the Nike All-American. All these guys, Amari Stoudemire, all of them. I'm seeing all of them just right there. That's in the very, flesh. very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Very, I got very, a bunch cool. of that stuff still. I was going really? to do – so this is what I'm doing over the holiday season. I'll just let you in on this. You might know a person or two that might want some memorabilia. 
I'm going through boxes of old stuff. Dude, I got some stuff. I got some stuff. Like, I, there's one card that I looked at last night. I did a um, because I went to a member uh, a card place in Bloomington yesterday, and the owner of the place told me this is what you need to do to figure out uh, how much some of your cards are and all this other stuff, whatever. I've got like this '87 Fleer Michael Jordan. That depending Ooh. on what grade it is, one person that has a mint one at ten, mint ten, like the highest. I think the card's going for like twenty two thousand. Listen, it's the sixth night of Hanukkah, Henry, and and uh, I don't think I've received a gift so far. So that you will not get. <laughs> Wait, I gave you a cookie earlier. You did give me a cookie <laughs> from it, Jenny Bird. It's, it's a it's the sixth <laughs> night of Hanukkah. Hanukkah Christmas cookie is what I got, which was great. It was a, it was a phenomenal phenomenal cookie. I love Christmas cookies. Oh. Right? They're uh, uh, they're they're. They're exceptional. So, no, that sounds like a super cool thing. Listen, I don't want my, my wife to get ideas. I've got all this memorabilia I picked oh, do up. You? Oh, okay. my gosh. Over the last 20 years, every time I, I you know, went to a, a game, I kept the ticket stubs. I have all these, you know, field passes that, you know, I received when, you know, working for the Vikings. I've got them all. My wife would love me to go through them and get rid of them. So don't give her any ideas. Well, any stuff that you're going to part with, any stuff that I'm going to part with, Okay, it's yeah. Well, good. You, there's still two more, two or yes, two more nights of Hanukkah. It's eight nights of Hanukkah. I gotta go through the stuff, man. We'll get to it. I gotta compartmentalize. You, got, <laughs> you got two days, man. You got two days. You got two days. I know Anita uh, Oliva's listening to Anita. I, I gotta help you with with all your stuff too. <laughs> but that she I, got some stuff. Listen, I, I would say one of my great joys is my son, obviously a big baseball fan, going through my old baseball cards. How cool is that, right? He's you know. Ordered them and kind of put them in all these little Oh, sleeves. he has done that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I pretty much have the whole set from 77 to 80. That'll show show everybody my age. All tops. This is before Fleer. Fleer was considered considered like nothing, right? When the Fleer came out, nobody wanted anything Long to do before with Upper Deck. Oh, God, Upper Deck. Don now, Russ and all that. Nowadays, my son, you know, gets all these packs, and you know, it's so interesting. Oh, he's a collector now? Oh, oh, absolutely. Huge. Oh, dude, I got to meet up with him now. Yeah, and any time, man. He is, he, you know, and... and all these limited editions, they are so smart, right? They have learned the game. Refractors and platinums. It's and- cool. And you want to know a little secret? Now I'm going to get in big trouble with my wife. My wife loves buying and going through it with them, right, for Uh-oh. these limited edition cards. She is absolutely into it. Sometimes I think she buys them and brings them home just so she can go go through it with them. It's a, it's an, it's interesting. It's almost like art collecting, right? Yeah. you got these limited editions. Super cool. Nice. All right, that's Steve, Steven Soton. I'm Henry Lake. That's Josh Wheeler. Uh, we're done here. Um, back tomorrow. Thanks again to Al Bernstein for being a part of the show and talking Showtime Boxing. We will see him later this weekend at the Armory. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Complete and full show, 6 until 9, right here on The Good Neighbor. News Talk, 830-WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t